Welcome to Season 3, Episode 10, the season finale of Life's a Draft. On this podcast, we pick a topic and draft our top choices. Fans vote to determine the winners. Follow the podcast on Instagram at life's underscore a underscore draft. You can also search for the Life's a Draft Facebook page to vote after each episode. After the draft, we play a game called Closest for the Win. Before we get drafting, let me introduce who is with me here tonight. Job hunting, fantasy football preparations, and packing for a trip to the 302, Catman is here. Horseshoe crabs, yingling, and fried shrimp, hopefully. Not dogfish, yingling. Not dog, yeah, true, yingling. Now I can get dogfish out here. It's nationwide now. You're going to go to Pizza Villa. Oh, wow, yeah, we need to, wow, yeah, good call. Make sure you bring that cash. Also, Jimmy Allen concert, Saturday night. Putting the final touches on his kids' bedrooms, decor, coaching soccer camp, and getting more dental work, Birdo is here. Sounds like a good time, right? Soccer camp. Coaching. Yeah, soccer camp through church. I have no idea how to even play soccer, but I figured it out. That's why I was questioning. Call the pitch. Starting off tonight wonderfully by accidentally drafting run CMC in fantasy football. Jay Cat is here. Super terrific. My computer apparently dropped connection and uh, while I was waffling over who I wanted to pick. And, of course, since he is uh, the great white hype, I drafted him. And uh, I drafted him last year, and he screwed me. So uh, we'll see if maybe uh, this is just, you know, this is fate intervening for me to give him another chance. For the record, I'll take Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. Just finished drafting his first of, for some reason, many fantasy football teams, and is hyped for Niners football this year. Shine is here. I used to say you can't have enough fantasy football teams, but I learned one year that is simply – not true. So what's too many, Shine? Four? Five. Five was too many. Wow. Oh, I've five, never done more than three. Three five. three is the magical number. And Bomar is running late, so he will be here shortly. But I am your host, Eric. Uh, and the crowd goes RTJ. And the crowd goes RTJ. <laughs> Birdo and I saw Run the Jewels in concert in Philly the other night. Sweet. Crowd was hyped. If you like rap and don't know who they are, check out the songs Legend Has It, Run the Jewels, and Ooh La La. Step into the spotlight. So, good concert. Don't forget, you can now get Life's a Draft merchandise on tpublic.com. Search Life's a Draft. You can get all sorts of items, including tees, hoodies, mugs, and stickers. Check for the link on our Facebook page and at the bottom of the voting page. Public always runs sales, so wait for a sale to save some money. Help support the podcast and get some Life's a Draft swag today. With that being said, here are the results of the 80s music draft. If I didn't get last, I will never get last. In sixth place, comments include, I'll be honest, I don't like much of any 80s music, but I do love David Lee Roth's version of Van Halen's. (laughs) (laughs) And he's not even looking up at the camera. And Purple Rain the song, Purple Rain the album, Purple Rain the movie, Purple Rain the Ravens, Let's Go Crazy, Catman's Team. The choices of a new generation, 7.8% of the votes. Well, I'm consistent. That's all that matters. There are no <laughs> names attached to these teams. The chances of you making this run of last place is just... That's pretty hard to do. It really is. The team speaks for itself. I will say... My Catman, team's I... not trash. Like, no, none of my all... teams are. Like, no. They ain't good. Aladdin's rug like let's be real like 
Kevin, I'm not trying Kevin, to. You're squandering right the first pick week after like, week. So you got to blame the GM at some point. You pick Power of Love, number one overall, Rob. That's that's a poor. Pick. And I would like to say it's I don't think I ever heard Purple future. Rain before. It's Brad. the worst, the worst song that was drafted, Purple Rain, in my opinion. I couldn't, um, even, I couldn't even listen to it. Person it that brutal. picked the Delorean for his first pick last time is giving me for picking power of love with my first pick i'm not saying like, it's a bad song but it's not a number one overall song you could have waited to the third round Rob, with all the back to the future fans in this draft mm-hmm. like are you serious like carry on carry on that's fine <laughs> you'd be living in sixth place kid living there in fifth place comments include you make us choose one this was like choosing my favorite child and Anything with Madonna, Michael Jackson, or Prince, I am out. Shine's team, dazed and confused, 11.1% of the votes. It was so funny. You just mentioned those three, and then, like, in my head, I was like, what one of those? Did I I vote one of those? (laughs) You had MJ, for sure. Michael Jackson, you. Oh, hey, top of the morning to you there, Mr. Marr. Give me, boys. What were you doing? You're all disheveled. Look at that hair. I was at a church function. Oh, you did say you were at a dinner or something, but... Yeah. Oh, you're white. White people church don't last this long. In fourth place, comments include, the Rick Roll will allow Never Gonna Give You Up to live on for many years. Thriller is not only a song, but it's a movie that you rent every time you went to the local rental store with your parents. Even to this day, I will get hyped up on some Eye of the Tiger. Take on me, take on me. Can't even read the song without singing it in my head. My team, totally tubular tunes, 12.2% of the votes. I'm very disappointed with my finish. I did say that I think the top four teams are all stellar teams. I like mine better. There are some that are questionable on some teams. I I don't have any questionable picks in my opinion for 80 songs. It is what it is. In third place, comments include covers all genres. And great range that captures the essence of the 80s. The eclectic selective J-Cats team, 16.7% of the votes. Third place. Man, that's where where I roll, man. Why is Bo fist pumping? Amanda, (laughs) you, you are second or first? I helped her pick songs. Calm down. You sat in the background on the couch. You Googled your stuff, but you always did. Shut up. All right, don't get too excited. In second place, comments include... Those songs are the best team and bounce off each other well, and they aren't overplayed. And, I mean, what doesn't get you pumped when singing with a group? Every song you can honestly say to anyone that you have sung these songs out loud by themselves or in a group, especially if you can't sing. Bo Mars, a.k.a. Amanda Mars team, Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner, 18.9% of the votes. Second place. How did Bobby's way? Because of Journey. All of my songs are straight fire. No, Journey. And t- trust me, it's Journey alone. Thanks, boys. Good job, Amanda. Thank Second you. <laughs> Let him read the comments first, Bo. Don't be hating, son. In first place with 33.3% of the votes. So a third of the votes. Wow. Held you. Big. Held comments you. include, this was the hardest decision I've ever had to make. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can immediately start dancing or recite the opening lines of these songs and they get me going. And just listen to this list. Steve Perry, Slash Axl Rose, Freddie Mercury, David Bowie, and The Breakfast Club. Enough said. Birdo's team, A Midnight Train to Anywhere, first place. 
I used to tell you all when I thought I had the best team, and then I got accused of saying it every week, which I didn't. I thought I was going to be a first or second. This was a first or second place team. I thought it was a first team place team, but you never know. So I'm, I'm pleased with the results of that draft. The Birdos team, number one, means he's picking last tonight's draft, but no one's going to pick his pet peeves anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but before we get to that, here's what we should have drafted. Burning down the house. Every little thing she does is magic. Let's dance, David Bowie. Girls just want to have fun. It's my life. Love will tear us apart by Joy Division and probably about 50 others. Salt and pepper push it. Lionel Richie all night long. In excess. We don't need that, though. In excess, don't change. Friday, I'm in love by The Cure. Faithfully by Journey. Dancing with myself. Keep on loving you. REO Speedwagon. Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen. It's an unbelievable song. REM, End of the World as We Know It. Free Fallen, Tom Petty. Hit me with your best shot, Pat Benatar. Run DMC, walk this way. Your love, the outfield. Running up that hill. Come on, Eileen. Here I go again. Girls, girls, girls. Fight for your right. Hall and Oates, out of touch. Beat it, Michael Jackson. You shook me all night long, ACDC. Back, back in black, ACDC. Tiffany, I think we're alone now. Any Hall and Oates. The Pet Shop Boys, West End Girls. Paul Simon, you can call me Al. Any 80s David Bowie. Devo songs, Madonna Material Girl. Uh, this song's unbelievable. John Parr's Man in Motion, St. Elmo's Fire. If you don't know what that is, it is ultimate 80s. Like, look that up. Rob, you know that song, right? Yeah, What's it's awesome. About? It's uh, St. Elmo's, Elmo's Fire. It's unbelievable. Like, it was it was on my honorable mention. I just never mentioned it, but yeah, I, mean, I, I watched it again the other day, and I was, like, getting hyped. It sing, seems sing like it belongs in. Sing the chorus. Uh, I can feel the fire. It's it sounds like it belongs in Rocky. It's, it's unbelievable. Watch, it's called Man in Motion, St. Elmo's Fire. Man, you hear Man in Motion? No. Listen to it. You will know it if you it's hear it. Somehow I, made it in it somehow made it into into the Spider-Verse. It's wow. played in there for a second. Yeah. When they're riding on the bus to upstate New York. I heard it. I probably hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Continuing on. 99 red balloons. I want to be sedated by the Ramones and Danger Zone. Also, was not was walk the dinosaur. Open the door. Get on the floor. Well, like <laughs> Millie Vanilli, blame it on the rain. Uh, Billy Idol, White Wedding, and you two still haven't found what I'm looking for. Also, every other Van Halen song besides Jump. I think Metallica made a few albums in the '80s. Dire Straits, NWA, Beastie Boys, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Primus, Motley Crue, Bad Brains, Dead Kennedys, Slayer, Megadeth, but nah. Let's go with Rick Astley and some more flaming garbage. <laughs> resident hater. Uh, that was, that, was that Mark Norman? Yeah, that was resident local Norman. hater. Had, had, to, had to say that. Saying hey, 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 hey. I'm going to pick a Primus song for best song of the 80s. No thanks. And last... I always like to read the comments that are either funny, insightful, or simply they put thought into it. So this last one is from the G-Mom, a.k.a. mother of Berto and I. Uh, she said, where do I start? Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Good song. Remember in Napoleon Dynamite when Deb danced to this song at the formal prom? Uh, the Thompson Twins, Hold Me Now. Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire. She was adamant about this song, Tainted Love by Soft Cell. (laughs) Rolling Stones, Start Me Up. The Cars, You Might Think I'm Crazy. Queen, Another One Bites the Dust. You Two, Where the Streets Have No Name and With or Without You. Fleetwood Mac, Little Lies. Rod Stewart, Some Guys Have All the Luck and Forever Young. 
which reminds me of another song, Forever Young, that was also on the Napoleon Dynamite soundtrack. <laughs> Twisted Sister, We're Not Gonna Take It, a few songs from Billy Idol, Dancing With Myself, and Rebel Yell. Those are the songs that we should have drafted. So that was last week's draft. So this week, the season finale, this week's draft is our pet peeves. Those things that really annoy us and anger us. And just, man, we've been waiting for this one for a while. So I feel like we're going to be quite chatty on this. But Catman, your usual spot. Number one, tell us what your biggest pet peeve is. Got a lot of pet peeves right now. Can't wait for a lot of pet peeves right now. Like a lot on my mind right now with pet peeves. But I'm going with uh, people in pajamas at the store. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, really bugs the crap out of me. Like I understand, like if you're in like sweatpants or like like an official sweatpant, right, or like a hoodie, something like that. But if you're wearing like pajama pants, SpongeBob pants. SpongeBob pants, yes, fleece pants, like Call of Duty pants that are like meant to be slept in at night and not worn out or slippers to the store. Crocs are acceptable. Sanooks. Yeah, it's bad. I just put pajamas in public. Yeah, pajamas in public. Like you can't take five seconds to just throw something on. Here's my question. Is it the outfit that they slept in and just never changed? Yes. Or do they yes. change into that? 112%. It's possible. Probably, yes. Think, so about, like, think about pajama day at school. The kids are rolling out of bed. They don't brush their hair <laughs> straight into school that day. All right. Here's my other question. Do these people that wear these out and about, I've said it before, are sitting at the Applebee's booth, getting Applebee's germs on their pants, do they then crawl back into bed that night yes. in the same pants, which is just filthy? Yeah, it's a huge pet peeve of mine. Uh, some of the voters might do it. I'll probably lose votes for this. I don't care. It's terrible. You need do to they have Bourbon Street steak stains on their yeah. <laughs> It's no worse than sweatpants. Like, Way worse. Put, put some basketball shorts on. It's something that's like not sleepwear. Something. That's a good to go pick, to the Bob. store. To get you could have hung on to it for two more rounds, but it was a good pick. No one's going to have anything wear, else that's I on wear, my list. I wear basketball shorts in bed. So why? Right. No, it's normal. Right. I don't even own yeah. pajamas. Oh, we talked about this before. We Dilts oh. drafted pajama pants. Didn't he? <laughs> no, Dilts wears pajama pants. Uh, He's not <laughs> picking pajama pants. <laughs> Bill is wearing pajama pants as he listens to this, regardless of what time it is right now. <laughs> the lion's heads on him. Maybe, maybe I'm a little bougie. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little pinkies up. Whatever, I don't care. But it just it, it grinds my gears a little bit You're when right, I see well. people at the store. <laughs> no, because like half the time, like the pajama pants are too long and they're like over their shoes and they're getting all stepping dirty. on into Walmart floor. And, uh, yeah. yeah exactly. So like, I'll I'll allow it if it's like eight years or younger. Because I, I, I guess I don't understand. I don't have children, but I would understand the struggle of like having a child and maybe dressing them. That's different. That's allowed. I'll allow that. But if, if you're an adult, absolutely not. <laughs> Bob, is there a time limit? Like anything prior to eight o'clock? If you saw someone in food line at 820 with pajama pants, is that acceptable? But at 1112, it's like completely not acceptable. If we're, if we're after him, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game after nine. Eight twenty-two is the cutoff. <laughs> All right, shine. That means you got the second pick. All right, so I was gonna have a theme with with my picks tonight, but this one's such a big one, and there's a chance that someone will steal one of my five. So I'll just go ahead with it. 
and I'm taking chewing loudly, but specifically like the lip smackers. There's some foods that you just can't help for them to be loud, like a pretzel, the thick what? hard pretzel. Like you're gonna have to be loud with that. Like you can keep your mouth shut and be crunching on that, and like ice is gonna be loud. That doesn't bother me, but it's like the lip smackers. You can help that. Stop smacking your lips when you eat. That's definitely a huge pet peeve of mine. I don't notice that. It doesn't bother me. I don't. I don't really care. What's your pet peeve then? Just First come on over here. Come on over here. I got a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. You can hear them in the next room when they're chomping on their gummy <laughs> gummy somethings. Jason, that was one of my top picks. Sour Patch loud, Kids. Loud chewing. Literally yesterday, Max was having a single sour patch, and you would have thought he was eating a horse. <laughs> you like, sound like a cow at this time. Sour Patch Kid. No, I don't. You. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're saying I do. I can't get past the part of the story when you thought someone would actually choose a pretzel to eat. Chew a pretzels are Pretzels are terrible. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you that. that. Sorry. Like, but those are terrible. No one goes, Oh, I'm hungry. Let me go get some pretzel. All right, moving on. My pick, uh, the thing that annoys me the most in the world is driving. But more specifically, when people are in the left lane <laughs> for no good, for godforsaken reason, get out of the way. I, I can't, I'm not even going to elaborate. I get so angry. When, first of all, when two cars drive the same speed in the left and the right lane, that's annoying. But the person in the left lane shouldn't be over there. So nothing makes me more mad and more annoyed than left lane drivers. And, and here's the thing. If someone never told you, like, I know my dad, Mr. Driving, baby driver himself, oh. he, he told me, you know, the left lane is for passing. Like you pass and then get back over. If no one ever told you that, here's a tidbit. It says it on the Dell dot sign as you're entering Milford. Hey, campers are in the right lane. Move over. It tells you, get out of the way. And people still don't do it. And there's nothing on earth that drives me more mad than that. I, I just, I absolutely it, well, cannot if, stand it. If people are passing you on the right and giving you dirty looks, do you under, are you, are you questioning why? What did I do wrong? No, because they're clueless. They're absolutely clueless. And that angers me just as much. I cannot take, I'm getting mad thinking about it right now. Eric, in Europe, yeah. the right lane was dedicated to tractor trailers. So like all the tractor trailers, all the big trucks were to the right lane. So everybody could just fly right past them. It was it's, awesome. How about people that sit behind awesome. tractor trailers? Like they could be in the right lane, whatever. Who, who in their right mind would drive behind a tractor trailer? I don't care if it was going a hundred. And if I came up somehow, came up behind it, I would do everything I could to get away from a tractor trailer on the road. But people just chill behind it. No big deal. Rocks kicking up. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But what I'm, what I'm telling you, it was a law. So like all these big trucks had to stay to the right lane, which made the traffic flow so much better. Everybody common was sense. flying by them. It's common sense. Get it's out law, of the way. It's a law in Pennsylvania to not cruise in the left lane. But I, I think they're like the, the plate that I see doing it the most. It'd be hard to, to enforce that. I would I don't know how cops would catch someone doing that unless unless they clocked them going 55. If you're going, I'm gonna say if you're going under 65 on a highway in the left lane, you shouldn't be allowed in the car ever again. It's not even about the speed. 
because you'd be going 70. And if someone's trying to go 80, right. they should yeah. be just even more. You shouldn't right. be in that lane. Go in the right lane and pass and then get back over. And nine times out of 10, I look over, they have their phone in their hand and they're looking down. Now, I'm guilty. I do look at my phone. I'm driving too, but not necessarily in the left lane when I shouldn't be in the left lane. Do you uh, flash your lights like your brother does? Oh, yeah. Sometimes. It, Liddy always tells me it doesn't do anything, and it usually doesn't, but they still need to know. I will, if there's like a person like three cars ahead of me holding up the left lane, I will beat my horn, not at the car in front of me, but to know, to let the person three cars ahead know, get out of the way because somehow the person behind them isn't flashing their lights or beeping their horn. It doesn't make any sense. They have to know. They have to learn what they're doing is killing me slowly from distress and anxiety and how much wrong they're doing in the world. <laughs> I thought the fact that you think that they can hear you from three cars back. Is oh, I definitely can. You hear a core horn honk. No one honks their horn. No one uses I their horn. Like, you're, but you're talking about like 65 miles an hour. There's no way they hear you. Yeah. Buckle up. Season finale, we're coming in hot. J-Cat, pretzels, number one pick. Uh, no, it's not a pet peeve. Um, people probably are. Um, but no, uh, people who put on speakerphone in a public place and carry on a conversation. Like, I give a what Ray Ray wants for dinner or what you need to pick up the grocery store or what Chanel told freaking Twanger Tang about the other day. They will carry on a whole conversation on speakerphone in line in line in line yeah like but 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 sometimes they use facetime like they're you're not even looking at the phone what's the point like what are you doing they're holding it and i can hear everything like i have that on my list but that's a good one i don't it's on my list i haven't had any of these on my list other than (laughs) what about the like i feel like cars if you're like don't say don't say that shine that's still in play no, but like, is it like I, I don't drive a car that has that sweet feature of? Oh, you're saying uh, can you use a speakerphone like on your chest like, or something? My neighbors will pull in, and I believe they have their conversation going through their Bluetooth, Bluetooth. yeah, through the car, and I can hear it word yeah. for word outside. Yeah. And I'm just be like responsible. There. I'm not next no. to them. I thought that's but like come to one of my picks why can i hear their conversation like outside of the car across the street three doors down it's loud bro because they're not cognizant of the fact they need to turn it down do they have it cranked up yeah like, because they're high? music and when you're driving the, the road noise is loud yeah. so you have to turn up yeah. the bluetooth so when you park it's still loud okay that makes sense again maybe maybe someday i'll have bluetooth car all right using speakerphone in public JK, I don't want to hear what you got to say and what Ray Ray wants for dinner. <laughs> Bomar, you making this pick or man to come All in? All right, the quick. boys. So this is Make my number first pick one. Pick true podcast. This, listen, this gives me anxiety. And this happened to me today, tonight, matter of fact, for this podcast. And my number one is being late. Being late drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. I'm waiting at the door for all my girls to get to the truck. If I tell someone I'm going to be there at 6 o'clock, if I'm not there at 5.50, I'm late. 
You were 30 minutes late to this podcast, boy. I, I was just, I couldn't even get it out of my mouth. Fast I know enough. I was. I, I can't believe you know Bomar is giving me the whole thing. I'm dying. How do you pick that first when you were late? I'm taking the first pick, buddy. Bo, you're on time, you're late. Bo is always prompt. He ain't early, early late. I, listen, I'm always prompt. Very rarely will you see me late. You saw a late Mar today. <laughs> Bo, question. Do you are you picking when you're late or when peep other people are late or just both. lateness? Okay. Both lateness in general. I can't right. stand it. You know what I mean? I get it. It's on my list, but I'm gonna oh, tweak man. it a little bit because I'm not gonna draft it. I'm not gonna draft it, but it has to do with people being late. It has to do with people with zero urgency. Yeah, people do things with no sense of urgency, whether it's driving, whether it's standing. Never mind. Nobody cares about time. In my field of, of work where it's just like landscape work, cutting grass and stuff, time is... Sounds fun. Time is money, kid. All right. Come on. Come on. Birdo. All right. Back-to-back pick, picks. I'm going to paint a picture here, okay? Because there's a lot gets encompassed in this pet peeve of mine. So I, even prior to COVID, I like to have clean hands. I want to, if I'm touching doorknobs, if I'm shaking hands... I want to have my hands washed before I eat or something like that. So if I go to a public bathroom and even if I just urinate, which I don't, I don't other in public anyway, I urinate. I want to walk out of that bathroom (laughs) with clean hands. So if the automatic sink or the automatic paper towel dispenser doesn't work, or if the the sink flow is like a dribble or there's no soap, I'm just livid. I just want to wash my hands dry off with four paper towels and use those paper towels to open the door out and be on my way. So if none of that's happening, it's a huge pet peeve of mine. Weak sinks, <laughs> unfilled soap dispensers, and terrible paper towels that rip when you kind of like pull them out. So what, what are you drafting? Taking? Three yeah, different things? Bathroom. So, I'm drafting toiletries. The Iron Man, Iron Man. <laughs> I'm talking about. My pet peeve is poor hygiene products in bathrooms. But yet you hate ghost poops. Or lack of, you mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The lack of proper that been your favorite superpower. Here's my thing, Bobby, because I almost have legit the opposite thing on my list. When you, after you wash your hands, you touch something else in that bathroom. No, you I don't. No, I don't. I go right to the paper towels. No, wait. What if they don't have the touch-free stuff okay. so there's always like a little tiny like sliver that you have to pull which always rips which is obnoxious now if you're saying they have to turn the side crank to get it out i'll go yeah. back and wash my hands again <laughs> or or i will notice that when i go in and what I'll about if you have to turn the water on that's I, I use the paper towel to turn it off and open the door oh wow okay bruh step your game up son step your hygiene game up <laughs> all right that's one my next one's a little simpler I hate grocery shopping, hate it with a passion. But if you go grocery shopping, mm-hmm. have the common decency. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me start over. There's two things in this world that we pay a lot of money for, our homes and our cars. The most mm-hmm. expensive things we're going to have. Put your shopping cart back in the rack. <laughs> if you leave it somewhere next to you, you're a complete lazy slob. And it could hit someone else's car, could hit my car. Are you telling me that you can't walk 40 feet or 10 feet to put the shopping cart away to potentially prevent someone from having $100 of damage in their car because Amen. you're lazy? 
put your shopping carts away, you turds. I literally went to Hobby Lobby two weeks ago. As like I said, I've been like doing projects for my kids' rooms. I was in a particularly good mood this day, and I went all around, and they don't have a rack in the parking lot. And I personally collected about nine to ten carts and put them back next to the store just because I couldn't take it. I just couldn't look in the parking lot and see that many carts out there. It was chaos. Total chaos in Hobby Lobby. My good Samaritan act for today. Awesome. Uh, you need to follow on TikTok if you don't. It's cart narcs. I know who he is. And he's, he's, like, he's doing the right guy thing. That is hilarious. <laughs> he's doing the right thing. He like corners people and be like, hey, why didn't you return it or something? No, he has a sticker or magnets that he throws on their car and says like uh, cart narc. And then oh, as they're like, leaving? And I want to know so what, mad. what is one person's explanation? Why didn't you put it back? The lazy. only thing you, you can care. say is I'm lazy. The one guy on that video said, do I work here? No, yeah. you don't work here, you tub. Put the cart back so none of us else hit it. It's nuts. People are selfish, man. True. That's basically all it comes down to. Bomar, second pick. Man, there are so many pet peeves. I'm telling you. Are you telling us? I so I have some personal ones. Obviously, I think they're all should be personal. You pick someone else. I hope, I oh, hope someone here. else's pet peeves. <laughs> all right. So this is a big one. Overposting on social freaking media. Mm. I don't care about your whole freaking life. Overposting on social media is awful. I don't need to know what you did every second of every freaking day. I'm sorry. I don't care. That's when you get the unfollow, but still stay friends with them. So they know. Yeah. That's all you got to do. I understand pictures here, there, but every single, like, I'm talking about people that post three, four times a day. You won't won't name someone. You won't do it. Caroline Marr. I'm not going to name them. Who? I'm not going to do it. That person might listen here. <laughs> Who is I it? hope so. All right. Overposting social media. J-Cat? This one burns me up, and I have interjected or gone over and talked to the person that was doing this because it burns me up so bad. You go out to a restaurant, especially during COVID times, you know they're understaffed, and you have people who are just freaking rude to the wait staff. There's nothing they can ever do that is right. Um, They're just arrogant. They don't tip well. They're mean. I can't freaking stand that when you're rude to wait staff. I say thank you every single time someone brings me something when I'm out to eat. And you see so many people harassing uh, the wait staff at local restaurants and then complain about why don't they have anybody who wants to work? Well, they don't want to work because you're a Here's my thing. These people are handling your food. Exactly. We've all seen Waiting. Yes, you've seen the movie Waiting. You know, <laughs> Everything so nice. You should treat them so kindly. You are just like, thank you so much for being in water. <laughs> I was just in Walmart the other day, and some guy was in like the fishing sports section. And I don't know if you guys have been in the Rehoboth Walmart recently, but they, they like transformed or changed the whole store around. So there's literally at least the day I was there, no prices really on anything. And a guy wanted to know how much something costs and happened to see one of the workers walking by and was like, go and like got his attention. Asked him how much it was. Guy had no idea. He wasn't in that department. And the guy was like, doesn't anyone work in this department? And then the worker basically said they're understaffed, all this other stuff. And he was like, so no one can tell me how much this is. 
And I wanted yeah. to be like, they're understaffed because you or people like you are talking to people like that. And like, there's an app that tells you the Yeah, I was going to say, there's an app for that. Called Short the Walmart app. On a pole. And if you're at Walmart expecting good customer service, you're, you're going to be let down. Because that's not, they're there to get low prices. And put yeah, you're there for low. Them. Exactly, you're there for low prices and people in pajamas shopping. <laughs> they, before we move on, parking lot. I have one of my pet peeves is no respect. No respect. That's not really a pet peeve. I mean, peeve. yeah, no, it's... But that kind of is. There's no respect, like kids today. You Roddy Dangerfield, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to school, a diving competition, and I still get no respect. That's the state of the world. <laughs> Everyone's um, so angry. Yeah, I'm going to be angry real quick right now. My next pick, spend a lot of time watching TV, watching streaming shows, this and that. You guys all know, I've, I've yelled about Randy the Dog before. This is what brings in the money. There is nothing that makes me more angry. I told you I'd rather sit and stare at the wall or a black screen with no sound than watch any advertisement or commercial on any type of anything. YouTube, that 15-second thing, it, it kills me. I wait and stare at the like, skip ad button every single time. I hit it as soon as I can. Commercials, I will change the ch- channel no matter what I'm watching. I cannot take it. I'll get up and move if I have to. Anything I can do, or I'm pretty much like we all do, just pull out our phone and start looking at something else while we're watching. I hate commercials and advertisements for anything. I don't you purposely like, not buy something because of the commercial. Be like, yes, yeah, I'll never buy. I'll, I won't even look. I'll close my eyes so I don't see what the product is because you're not forcing me to, to buy or see whatever you want me to see. That dog is so boy. That's why DVRing sports games and anything is unbelievable because you fast forward and I pay for Hulu and still have to watch ads because I don't pay enough. It's mind boggling, but commercials, advertisements. I hate them. Enough said. Shine. My theme was going to be driving. I, I could I could go on and on and on. So I'm going to go with my first one. And that would be people that stop at a yield sign. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Like, how can you not look? You can see what's coming. You don't need to stop. That's why the state put a yield sign there, not a stop sign, because they can expect that you can see if something's coming and if you need to stop or not. People that stop at a yield sign when there's no cars coming, I want to plow right into the back of them. <laughs> All right. I, I, I was ready to like, ask, like, because I do. I really want to. Like, you're, if you're I were rubber bumpers, if, if I won Mega Millions the other day, I probably would go out and buy some cars that I would automatically just know it's like demolition derby time. And the first time. person that stopped the yield sign just smash right into the back of them. How else are you going to learn? Next pick Catman, back to back picks. I feel like everything on my list has been talked about in the last 15 minutes. So um, I'm going to go, since they were just brought up, I know they're not really in Delaware roundabouts and driving through them are absolutely awful they're very efficient keeps traffic moving i'd heard that there was rumors like route one is going to get roundabouts at some point for you know the delaware peeps 302 good luck with that if that happens um to improve traffic flow but i never know where to drive in them because it's constant traffic right you guys know what i'm talking about with a roundabout yeah how many roundabouts do you encounter in a week roundabouts 
Roundabouts. <laughs> Roundabout. Oh. Rounding back with that next pick, Catman, third round pick. No, but they, they have them out here in Wisconsin, Bo. Like, they're on major highways. And they're, like, yeah, three lanes. They they're, like, three, three lane roundabouts. And, like, you just have to go into it, and everyone's coming in from every side. You just, like, all it's right. It's highway roundabouts. I don't know about those, so. Yeah, and there's, like, three of them in a row and, like, a lot of places <laughs> around here. Seriously, like, you go through three different roundabouts just to get to the other side. There's a Walmart over here that I hate going to because <laughs> an autumn makes fun of me because, like <laughs> – I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to the Mason Street Walmart. And she's like, is it because of the roundabouts? And I'm like, yeah. So I'm shook. <laughs> um, that so it might go street. over a lot of people's heads because the majority of our voting group is on the East Coast, so they might not get it. But driving through roundabouts is terrible. My back-to-back pick is like when you're flying in a plane, right? Like everyone wants to get off the plane as quickly as possible. Oh, so It lands <laughs> and everyone stands up like, why? The door is going to open in like, 20 seconds or something and then everyone takes forever to get off the same plane when they stand up like there's a there's a shirt that homage made the t-shirt company stop standing up when the plane lands Uh and i want to buy it to just wear every time i fly because it drives me crazy plane shirt yeah like where are these people where are you going you know that we have to like it's not first come it's not the first person stands up gets off first you there's nothing you can do there's no and then you're, you're getting in line. You're walking off the plane to walk down another line. So like, just what's the, like, what's the rush? Now you have carry ons though. You out of there. You ain't got to wait for that baggage. Does that annoy you more than people who clap when the plane lands? Yeah. Oh God. I've never really experienced that. Why is that terrible? Clapping. Why are you clapping? Dude. I landed in Costa Rica. Dude. And that freaking plane was going like, yeah, if there's some turbulence, I get it. But if it's a regular flight, what, who, who not only were they clapping, they were praying. Like, no, no, if the plane's going like that, the only thing you should be clapping is that hot chick's cheeks in the seat next to you. <laughs> you don't know if you're going to land or not. Not your damn hands. All right, Shine. Good pick, <laughs> man. Shine coming in with the third pick, third round pick. I am. I'm going to continue my Blanchine School of Driving. And we are going with the newest phenomenon. And again, it just makes my blood boil when someone stops like the regular flow of traffic to let somebody in. I need some demolition cars so I can just ram into the back of them. What do you, what do you mean? I don't get it. When somebody, like, like if you're in traffic and someone lets someone in that's trying to merge. Not if he's saying like stopping the flow of traffic though. That's, that, that's, not that's if, courtesy. No, yeah, no, that is courtesy. Not if we're like kind of inching forward. But there are people that are like the red light is a quarter of a mile up. And because there's a red light like up the road. Yeah. Like they like stop to let people in and then like continue. But like just go. And then naturally, those people are going to get in when there's a break in the traffic. I don't know. Does that not make sense? Uh, doesn't to me. I have no idea what you're talking about. I, can't I don't know what you guys don't experience this. Shine, what do you? What do I say? What do I type? Right. Maybe I should change it. No, no, maybe, no. Maybe no. I'm the only. No, no. Think it's been made. Slowing down traffic flow by letting people in. How are you slowing down to let people in? Like sometimes they just don't like, you don't have to let the person in because everyone's moving now if everyone's slow and stopping you can let a person in to let them in but if everyone's constantly moving to then stop and let someone in it's just it's like the other day i literally was making a left turn 
and there was somebody making a right turn saying we're going to the same place and that person stopped there's no stop signs that person stopped and tried to wave me on yeah no i'm making the left you have the right of okay way. so the he was right stopping the cars behind way. him that's not you just make the right turn and then i follow right it's a traffic pattern that's okay so people okay so people like breaking the flow of traffic by stopping i guess yeah it's not gonna people aren't gonna understand unless they listen <laughs> but I'm, ghost merges what, what are we <laughs> <laughs> how about the inability of some to merge while driving yeah, just go people who don't know how to merge. Non-mergers. So you have yielding and non-mergers. Yeah, <laughs> that's better. Questionable. This next one is not. <laughs> all of us. I don't like having have, you follow me. All of us have dealt with emails in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially working in the school system. You get someone says, oh, congratulations. And so-and-so's new principal. And you're like, oh, cool. You know, if it's someone you know, you might send them an email. Hey, congrats on the new job. But when somebody hits reply all to an email and and all thousand employees get thank you or just congrats 50 times that day, what you should be fired instantly. If you hit reply <laughs> all, if you hit reply all on an email and not reply to or to the one person or just send them a separate email, you deserve to be fired because you clearly can't work in a computer and you don't know what you're doing. Don't reply all to emails that are unnecessary. It's unbelievable. No one wants to hear you say congrats or thank you to somebody else when there's so many people involved. I just, does it not drive anybody else mad? It's annoying. Man, it's awful. So can I, can I jump on that real quick? Yeah. Don't like, don't hit, don't reply all and then say, stop hitting reply all. (laughs) (laughs) I like the people that go like, Hey, everyone sees that. It just keeps going. And it just yeah. doesn't stop. It's like a not like stop. And then people find like capitalizing, like stop using reply all. And it just it's like, not even like I'm like a kind of an OCD neat freak. Like I don't want where my inbox says like 12 or three. I have to like clear out all my emails. I don't I have read them all quickly. So if I get like seven emails one night overnight, I'm like, why are there seven emails? Oh, it's because someone hit reply to all and it was like one word response is like, cool, yes, see you there to everybody. It's pretty infuriating. So replying all to emails instead of replying. Next. Jcat? I have so much hate flowing through me right now. I'm going to go with one-uppers. People who, regardless of what you have said, they've got a story that is more outrageous and more wonderful than anything that you've ever done. And it happens all the time. I have to kind of reel myself in on that like when i'm trying to relate to people you want to relate to somebody you don't want to one up them you just want to say oh maybe i've had a a similar situation especially like in new social circles you try to you know latch on to something say oh well i had a similar experience right so i have to make sure that i'm not the one upper person but we've all got that person who just it's just whatever you've done whatever is going on oh well you climbed, you know, this mountain, uh, wearing a North face while I climbed it wearing, you know, a wrestling singlet or something like that. Like one uppers is just, it's ridiculous. Like people analogy. will just make up dumb. 
to be like, oh, I'm cooler than you. Like, cool, be cooler than me. But like, you know, that's, that's JK, hard. Kristen Penelope. Wiig's character on SNL, Penelope. Penelope. Yeah, exactly. She won us everybody. And she always goes so extreme. It's like, mm-hmm. I've been to insane. the moon 17 times. Uh. Yeah. She's like pulling on her hair. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Look that up. But one uppers. I don't notice that as much. All right, solid pick. Bomar? Make this a personal one, Bomar. Contemplating. I, I have a personal one. I know we'll make it to the last. I'm going to use it as my last pick. It's a personal, personal one. But I'm going to have to go. People that use internet shorthand in face-to-face conversations. Like, oh, well. laugh out loud. Oh, YOLO. I cannot stand that. Cannot stand that. We're not talking on the internet. We don't need to say laugh out loud. I could tell you're, it's funny by the, your expressions. Or You've heard you someone laugh. say LOL out loud? Yeah, yes. Like, people do that? Yeah. Like, I... Yeah. I gotta go get some BRB. I've heard BRB. Be right back. You can't say be right back. You have to say BRB. Same amount of syllables. It's because you're on the internet. It's it's awful. Awful. Of internet hate man right now. Hate, 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 hate. Like the crochets. I have so many pet peeves. I have. I would be happy with any of the. You guys tell me, you guys say, when you are in a conversation with people, you've never heard that before. Yeah, it doesn't bother me that much. Yeah, but and no one really does it either. Not people I talk to. But YOLO is not an internet shorthand. It's an acronym. That's not internet shorthand. BRB and LOL, yeah, I get that. Or yeah. R-O-F-O-L-A or whatever. That's, yeah, but nobody's, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's not as bad as commercial. You guys, so. you guys will notice it. All right. Erdo? I have so many. Like, and I would take any of them on my draft because they're all so annoying. And I just thought of one. That was not on my list, but I'm going to save it. I got back-to-back picks. So I'm going to say this one. And I think it's going to come down to on the voting as I'll save the wording for that. But here, okay. You can't tell me this doesn't happen to all of you. If you're waiting for like a web page to load or an app to open, and it's taking a little bit longer than you think it should take, and you're like, all right, I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait. And then it's like, all right, what's going on? And as soon as you start moving your cursor over to the X, and as soon as you put your finger down on the mouse, the web page opens up. You're like, and then it closes out because you hit the X. It's so annoying. And it happens more than it should. But I'm going to simplify and just saying like slow lagging internet. Like when things just don't open properly and you have to like just stare at the screen, like waiting for something to buffer or start. It just drives me nuts. Like That's different. That other thing you said, oh, it never happened to me in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. Never bothered me if I did. I'd be like, dang, maybe like once or twice. Slow internet's pretty good. I never thought about that, actually. Slow, lagging, it, it all kind of is combined. So this one is such a pet peeve of mine, but I know people are going to say, oh, you're just because you're doing it wrong, and it's just not true. I might have to let that go. <laughs> no, I'm doing, true. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's, it's Okay. Let's say you went, uh, you went grocery shopping and you brought home a box of, I don't know, Cheerios, maybe some Fruit Loops with marshmallows. Maybe you've got some Cheez-Its, some Wheat Thins, some Triscuits, anything with the box. Now, the boxes are designed for mm-hmm. you to open it up, and there's two little glue tabs that are supposed to keep it down. And that whole entire flap is supposed to open, and then you open the other flap, and you push down a little tab, and it's supposed to fit in together. It never works. The box never separates properly where it doesn't tear and the tab never fits in the slot. So it's always like 
open and cracked. I hate it. Like, why can't they design the box to properly close without like perforated tabs and those glue things? They don't work. I hate it so much. <laughs> every time I open a box of cereal, every time I say, this is going to be the time I get it right. And I try to slide my finger under it. They like separate the glue from the box and it just, it just sticks to it. I'm like, ah, oh, I hate it. Jay Cat's looking like that's never happened to him. It's never happened to me, but what am I supposed to type? <laughs> Snack boxes not sh shutting properly? Opening packages? Opening boxes? <laughs> I don't know. Operator bro. error, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> not true. I can go. Oh, I will go prove it on camera. I have an unopened box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Now, I will open it right now, and I guarantee the part sticks to the glue and doesn't rip open the right way. <laughs> Yeah, but you hold the other side and just pull that part off. Yeah, it still right always, up, it always right slips Go right in. We got to stay on track. I always manhandle it. So box tabs not closing properly. <clears throat> oh, man. Triscuits in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad yeah. You're telling me. <laughs> Instant regret. No, I hate it. It never works. Ever. All right. Bomar. Other than being late, this is one of my biggest pet peeves. I mean, biggest pet peeves. I can't stand, even with my wife or my kids, when I share my spoon or my fork or whatever I'm eating with, and they want to take a taste of something, and they bite something, and then they like, you know, like say it's peanut butter ice cream, and they don't get all of it off the freaking utensil. It's disgusting. What, they take I like an extra lick to get it all off? No, they like leave really it there. No, they leave it oh. there. <laughs> it's awful. I'm like, I look at the spoon, I'm like, you need like the rest of this off. Like, I don't care if you lick all over the spoon, but if you leave food there, it's disgusting. Take it all off before you give to me. I don't know how you put that, but that is a big pet peeve of mine. So angry. Oh, that's so bad. That's a pet peeve, Rob. It's pet peeve. No, I, I get it. Yeah, I just it's I don't list in that, Eric. I don't know. How I, second, leaving food on a utensil when sharing. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> the, I pictured like a little glob of peanut butter still yeah. sitting there. <laughs> oh man, you guys would eat that. I mean, that's disgusting. You guys, I never that. thought about that. I don't. I don't know. Bo, I am so on board with you with that because my kids, my big cat. Daddy, I want to bite. I'm like, oh, don't eat <laughs> that remnant. So, so bad. That's like, you know what else? It's it's like it's like leaving like sharing your drink with your kids and leaving floaters in your drink. I'm like, that's disgusting. Exactly. Oh, oh. <laughs> floaters. But the the utensil thing is, I mean, you, you have to have to ask my whole family. My whole family. Wash. Awful. All right, J Cat. Next pick. Right. So this next thing, it's a it, it's a fashion trend now. The younger generation. I want to preface this by saying that I hate white socks to begin with. White socks are terrible. But the high white Nike socks that they're always dingy that these kids are wearing, it makes me want to throw up when I see someone wearing like these. You know, they're like you know they're like the the like you know just before your calf Nike socks. They're wearing them with Vans. They're wearing them with those Yeezy sandals and all that. But they're always dirty. Dirty white <laughs> socks are disgusting. Like, I've never seen one of these kids with clean white socks in my life. 
They're always like some type of gray or brown or dingy ass. Like, do you not have detergent at your house? Do you not have OxyClean? And you're going to wear these things. And now girls are wearing these things too. Hey, Kat, what percentage of these males that are wearing these socks are also wearing khaki shorts that are three inches too short? 78.7%. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I'm absolutely right. <laughs> absolutely yeah. right. All right. I got the next pick. I came in with like a pretty big board. I had some that were highlighted in red that I was like, knew I was going to get. I've gotten everything I wanted so far. Now I'm like really debating on picking these. I had like these like second place, like green fonts. I think I might actually take one of them because I hate it just as much, but I think these are going to get more votes. I hate putting sunscreen on kids specifically myself because of like like when you're doing your legs because of like hairy so like if you have this the spray stuff is obviously the greatest thing ever created but it's still a pain in the butt but putting on regular sunscreen on your body and imagine if you were like a hairy person like like it just gets tangled in it and you're really literally rubbing for like it probably takes 20 minutes to put on sunscreen legit and then just washes off in the water so what's the point but putting sunscreen on kids on yourself just putting sunscreen on people is I cannot stand doing it. I absolutely hate it. I do it because I have to. But now my son actually does put it on his own face. He like rubs it in pretty good. He's got like the white face, dead presidents. But it's, <laughs> I can't stand doing it. Oh. And I, being a large person, it doesn't matter how good I go over myself with sunscreen. There'll be a patch. part of my body. Yeah. And, and it, 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 it just fries. It's yeah. like the sun finds that one part and wants to kill So what was the point? Right. All that time spent. The sun concentrates its area there. Exactly. It's like, and I can't wear my belt right for like a week. <laughs> Sunscreen spray. Yeah, I get it. But like spray on your face is weird. Like doesn't, I don't know, just putting on, what's it called? Not liquid, solid sunscreen. What's, what's that? Lotion. Lotion. Okay. It puts the lotion on the skin. <laughs> I hate it. And I hate Buffalo Bob. It's not a big deal. Nothing happened. <laughs> I just got to put a rope flare bunghole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shine, fourth pick. Fourth pick. I'm going to jump off my driving bandwagon. And this time. Probably a good, probably a good idea. <laughs> I'm going to choose. Oh, there's plenty. Like, oh, I know. I know. Nothing is worse when it typically happens. I feel like when you go out to eat, it can happen other places too. When you sit down somewhere and either your chair or the table has one leg that is shorter than the others wow. and you get the wobble, the wobble table, the wobble chair. Good pick. Just, it just kills everything yeah. kills your whole mood like if it's the table every time you put your arms on the table it like shifts everything and then you let go and then it goes back and like shoots whatever's on the table up in the air or if you're like if it's a stool anytime you like shift your weight a little bit you're like on a seesaw probably stools pretty rough pretty bad Lenshine, what's your go-to fix napkins or splenda packets oh i was thinking coasters right. yeah coasters because they won't like you get enough of them yeah Solid. What's this outback cucumber wings coasters? <laughs> <laughs> and that's so true. Like it, it, like if it's the table, I kind of understand you can't really replace the table, but the chair needs to go. 
If, it, if it there's a wobbly tool, you need to be it needs to be fixed. Take it out of there. Do something. Wobbly tables, chairs. Wobbly furniture. I put fourth, fourth pick. Shine. I'm gonna I'm gonna blast your pick right now. Only because uh, that pick's locked in. Only because wobbly carts at in a grocery store or Walmart oh, yeah. are a thousand times worse than that because every single one is wobbly. So I didn't even think about that, but that's, you might've, you done messed up. So, <laughs> you got the wheel, the wheel that spins. Like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> or the card that just drags to the right. It's like, yeah. Ah, so angry. Dang. Jason, are you sure it's not just because your head's going one way or the other way when you're sitting there? <laughs> Omar, it's a you know solid zinger, brother. That stays you in. to move your head back and forth. Look at the cat. All the bullfrog. burning calories. <laughs> All right. That means Catman, you got the last two pit, your last two picks. You got some. Well, so I know this was, this is a technological innovation that's designed to make our lives easier, but it's like a 50-50 shot. I can never just get in and out. And I know it's kind of been a trend here with like, Standing in line, trying to get somewhere. You want to get out of the store. Self-checkout. Oh, awesome. Really? You hate it? It's a pet peeve of mine. It watching, takes people, watching people try to do it. Yeah. And standing in line is like agonizing. <laughs> sometimes. Because <laughs> you're sitting there and it's like, all right, come on, hit the button. Okay, come on, get your stuff in the bag. Okay, come on. And then you see the light flash and then you're like, oh. <laughs> You just have like a loaf of bread and you just want to <laughs> like, open. Like it's just, it's painful. And then on the other side, when you're self checking yourself out certain places, like you have to like, you keep, you have to put everything cause it weighs it. Right. So it won't let you continue. So like if you're in, you're going too fast and then they'll stop you. And they'll be like, no, you need to wait. And then a person has to come over and help you anyway. So what's the point of self checkout? It just that produce, bringing that produce up wrong. Bugs me. Rob, wow. I was at I was at Lowe's yesterday. Self-checkout. I was the first person in line, but all the self-checkout were taken up. Three older people were in front of me. And I could tell they didn't know what they were doing. And I'm hey, like, I was first. contemplating to going over to the other <laughs> lane. Long that line. Was, I'm like, what am I what what do I do here? Like you said, like it's just ridiculous. I hundred percent agree with you. It's not the technology, it's the old people. When the First red of all, light starts there's flashing. 19 self-checkouts and two yeah. like ringers. And so it's like you don't have much of a choice. I hate card only. When I have I want to pay cash. It's like ever all of our card only. I'm like, oh. Catman, last pick, fifth round pick. Start right, us off. So this one kind of might come back to hurt me a little bit because Jake had kind of hit it a little bit earlier, but it just tipping for takeout. Oh, so bad! Right there, it, it just irks me. And like, I sometimes I can understand. Like, if if I go somewhere and someone's like, actually, I see them like prepare the meal, and, like they're doing, they're putting it like a Chinese food place or something. But like, if I'm going to pick up a pizza, and I literally walk in, I see them like grab the pizza box and move it like two feet to the register. <laughs> And then she hits doing the job. thing and it's like, oh, do you want to leave a tip? And it's like 20%, 25%, 30 No, I don't want to uh, definitely hit no, zero. You, you, I just paid for the pizza. You Why am I looking around? Like that was I paid $16.49 for a pizza. I ain't giving you I drove, $24. I drove here and paid for the gas. <laughs> so maybe I, I'm old curmudgeon here, but no, I do agree with JCAT. 
treating wait staff great. My wife was a waitress forever, but tipping for takeout is like where I draw the line. I Done. totally <laughs> agree. And then I always feel I feel bad if I don't. Like I'm awkward. Like, but you didn't do anything. You handed me a bag. Who am I tipping? Yeah, I, I don't like that. dollars for a sandwich. Why am I going to pay twenty one dollars for a sandwich? Now, yeah, even like yeah. I, I totally agree, but I will say during like when we were at the height of the COVID pandemic, I amended my ways yes. because of what was going on. I understand. That. Yes, back to be able to you can go sit at places and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not going to give you extra money because, like you said, you you moved a pizza two feet. Like, yeah. so I'm going to put tipping for takeout during non-pandemic times. <laughs> yeah, good call. Good call. Yeah, you got to put that in there. That's a good, that's a pretty solid, uh, that's a pretty solid pick. I, I even like this may sound bad, but like even someone like Rita's, like I just paid eleven dollars for two small gelatis, and I'm like, I gotta give you an extra dollar or two. Like, dang, like how much am I paying for these water ices? Like, the difference with that is there's no option. It. There's no option not to. If you get takeout at a restaurant, you could sit in there and eat. You really can't sit in a Rita's. Right. So like, give the kid an extra dollar. You can't get your own. You can't That's get your bull own. Crap. That's bullcrap because you don't tip when you go to Chick Fil A or McDonald's or anything like that. It's the same thing. It's takeout. You don't tip for that. Yeah, but they're usually kids. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I mean, I went to Chick Fil A the other day and spent forty freaking two dollars. <laughs> Chick Fil A forty two for the whole fam for the whole family. Hey. I hope you got those points, son. It must not have been paid. But, that, but like, but like Rob said, like. I don't need a tip for that. It's the same thing. I don't need Where's, when the, I go Where's the line? Here's the line. When I worked for King's Ice Cream, and we had a line around the building, and you order five milkshakes. Yo ass better tip, put something in my tip jar. <laughs> Shine, what you got? Last pick. This is the hardest one. Last mm-hmm. week, or our last pod, I, I, I was like crawling, trying to get five 80 songs. Here I could go 10 deep. Easy. Every dad out there is gonna feel this one and if not teach me your tricks leaving lights on when you leave a room is a pet peeve of mine and it's impossible i think i could i think if i went around this home just constantly (laughs) and just turned off lights i think it would be a really good workout for me the amount of steps that i would get up and down i don't know like sometimes i could walk past a room turn the light off go do one thing come back to the room and the lights back on and I'm, I'm like questioning, like, did I just turn it off? Yes, I did. Ghost electricity? Is someone playing a <laughs> trick on me? Maybe. No, Ghost. it was probably just one of the four others that entered the room because my wife is just as guilty as the three kids. But yeah. you guys real quick? Nothing wrong. Do you guys close the toilet lid when you're done? Yes. Yeah. I, well, the- I do. My kids You don't. put the seat down, right? Seat yeah. down, yeah. So, like, I'm real conscious of it now because we have, like, cats. And since we've got a cat, every time people come over, they don't they don't put the toilet seat down. Men, women, kids, it doesn't matter. Specifically, the one who's not on the podcast right now, his he stepped out for a second. His family just, it's just, like, raise the toilet seat. See how high you can keep it up. Mind-boggling to me. Like, adults, I'm like, who doesn't put the toilet seat down? Hold on. You mean the lid or the seat? Both. The lid. The lid. I don't. It's, uh, they're both two and one, really. Yeah. In the uh, public no, restroom, I like kick it down with my down. foot. I'm not talking about touching it with your hands. I'm just talking about, like in my house. Like people don't put yeah, the seat so, down. I, if I am in, if I am in a friend's house or a person's house, I leave it the way I found it. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like so, like I'm the first one there. 
if I see that the, the, the seat is down and the lid is up, that's how I'll leave it. Now, wow. if I go into a bathroom and I see that both the lid see? and the seat are down, I will leave it the way I found it. Now, see, JK on, on point tonight because I'm the same way. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Shine. No, it's not uh, good. It's similar, and I just was curious if it was like. My uh, six pet peeve is interrupting, but we won't go there. Oh, my bad. No, I'm just kidding. Caught off. <laughs> All right, my last pick. I have five that are just like jumping out at me, and I really I can't wait to just rattle off my honorable mentions real quick. We won't talk a lot about them. Narrowed it down to two. It really shouldn't bother me because it doesn't have anything to do with me. But stupid baby names or just names of kids, people. When if so, your parent names you something idiotic, and don't worry, I have a list of some bad names in, in the history of the world and you know, personal experience. They, what is, I just get so in, like mad thinking about that kid having some of these names. Um, Absidy, her, the name is spelled A-B-C-D-E, but pronounced Absidy. Um, as of 2017, by the way, 373 girls had this name, Absidy. You guys are not outraged, but okay. How about God's gift? That's somebody's name. Hashtag was somebody's name. How about this one? Ice stain. Now let's think about this. Water doesn't stain. So ice stain isn't only a name. It's not even a thing. Um, I just recently found this one. Decoldest. Decoldest Ferguson? The kid who plays in Nebraska who has the HVAC NIL deal? Yes, him. I found. I stumbled upon that. This one... This is a New Zealand name. New Zealand objected to the name Fish and Chips, but not this name. Number 16 Bus Shelter is somebody's name. Areola, Velveeta, Jesus Condom, and the name Guy is awful. Just if your name is Guy, get out, get out of here. <laughs> I see Rob laughing, but there's no sound coming through. I, I cannot stand when people have bad terrible names like it just again it shouldn't bother me but it really does i mean you guys imagine 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 a kid or a baby named guy like i guess when when they're grown up it's like naming a kid old man hey guy (laughs) i'm just putting people with stupid names all right jcat i got a ton but i got two i'm trying to waffle between but you know what all right ketchup juice you know what right (laughs) <laughs> it comes out before the ketchup actually comes out. If you try as hard as you want to make sure the ketchup juice doesn't flow, but as soon as it touches whatever it wasn't supposed to touch, I no longer want to eat that piece of whatever the hell it was. And I try to fight ketchup juice. Ketchup juice sneaks in there all the time. It's just clear freaking liquid before the wonderful ketchup comes out. I'll turn the bottle upside down. I'll shake it. I'll hit the Heinz 57. It doesn't matter. All over my burger. And I'm like, I don't even want my burger anymore. And it this, leaves this weird stain on the bread if you're putting it on the bottom. <laughs> this makes never, me, this makes me laugh even more because otherwise I would have no idea what you're talking about. But literally two days ago, Lydia like yelled at me because I put ketchup on. She goes, you never turn it upside down. You never shake it first. And you always get that liquid. And I was like, <laughs> Who cares? You just cover the liquid up with like the actual oh, ketchup. Oh, that's all. No, if no, it's in like a, no, I'm not putting on a burger like in a, like a side basket of fries like in the corner, just like squirt it, and it's just you're just gonna dip in the ketchup part, not the juice part anyway. So who cares? 
Oh, it's yeah. all watery. When yeah, you're at home, when you're at home, you just go over to the sink and get a pre-squeeze. Pre-squeeze it into the sink, and then you know your regular squeeze is gonna be good to go. I got for all that, man. I got two rugrats. I got a wife, man. I need you my catch right. I ain't got time for that. I got a mustard. Wife. There's mustard juice too, man. Uh, I don't. I don't like mustard, so I don't have to worry I about. I like that mustard. Mustard also has a mustard plug. It's disgusting. Oh, that thing. <laughs> even brown mustard has that. It comes out. It's so crusty. Oh, it's so bad. Ah, uh, condiment crusts. <laughs> Hey, right. Bomar, man, there are so many left. So many. Join with your mouth open. Nobody what? wants to see your food when you're eating your dinner, Kids. your lunch, your breakfast. We don't want to see it falling out of your mouth. Chew with your mouth closed, please. Please do that. Please. Okay. So the best thing about winning the 80s draft is that I can probably rattle off my honorable mentions first like Eric does when he wins. So sit tight, boys. This is an honorable mention. When people tuck their ears into their hat. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's doing it now. I'm not. I know. Just well, I don't, the, first, the first time I saw someone do that, I was like, they know their ears are in their hat. Like, they're not working <laughs> properly. All right. Honorable mention. Stickers on things. Like price tags and fruit and you try to anything you try to peel it off and it never comes off in one peel drives me nuts um people that talk or make noise in movie theaters especially with new water bottle craze how hard is it to take a sip of water and put it back down and just crinkle it crinkle it crinkle it. all right got one for you guys anytime you call it it's your pick no uh -huh. anytime you call a business and hear this please listen carefully to as our menu options have changed. Who's memorizing the options and they have to like not know that? Like, just give me the options. I don't want that sentence ever again. Autocorrect auto mistakes. Like, no, I spelled of. I was not trying to spell is. And it changes like words that are spelled correctly. I had it on my list. How about when the shipping costs more than the item? Uh, <laughs> I see <laughs> When you're watching a movie or TV and there's some dialogue said that is you just can't hear it, you can rewind it four times and you still can't hear it, and you have to put subtitles on, be like, oh, that's what they said. Like, could they enunciate? It's, it's only a, a four hundred thousand, a million dollar movie. Can we get some like enunciation? All right, which leads me to this. I don't even want to pick this because I hate it so much. And there, I cannot believe no one picked it. I don't want it on my team because it's so hated. We live in a world where our phones are glued to us. And not too many people want to get phone calls, but nobody wants to get a phone call from a telemarketer uh, or an unknown number. And the phone rings and you're like, oh, this must be important. Someone's calling me. And it says spam risk or a number that, oh, that looks like something that I might need to answer. Maybe it's my doctor's office or something. And no, it's a telemarketer. I don't know, understand how, I do know how it exists because I watched the show about it, but telemarketers interrupting you or like when you're doing something important, and like the phone rings, I'm like, oh, what is it? I got to get into the telemarketer. Like, it's, it's awful. That's, I can't believe it. that is a fifth round pick. That's that's first round pick worthy. It is. All right, Bomar, honorable mentions. Man, I, the fact that Bobby didn't pick any of my honorable mentions is unbelievable. Me neither. Tail, I don't mind. Tailgating, standing in the middle of Iowa grocery store, people that constantly <laughs> move, tapping. So, like, when people are like just like constantly like have to like tap while they're like, you know, eating dinner or something, it's awful. 
Cell phone use in inappropriate times. Correcting someone's grammar. Cannot stand that. I don't care. I'm a freaking adult. I don't care if you don't think I don't know how to speak right. Sorry. <laughs> Repeating literally in every sentence. Leaving dirty dishes in the sink. Line drifters. Pushy. J Cat. Jason. Pushy vegan. Wait, what's a line drip? What's a line drifter? Someone, someone that's driving and they drift over to the left lane or to the right lane. No, so they're oh, on lane the drifters. Oh. Yeah. I thought you meant like in line. Okay. Push, pushy vegans. People who think they're a big deal. Hi. I'm sorry. Group chats. Dragging feet. Leaving car door open. Detours. Saying like all the time. HOAs. Lies. Passive aggressiveness. Entitlement. And that's it. Homework coming in hot. Associations. (laughs) They are terrible. I've learned. Oh, yeah. I don't have one. It's amazing. I know. Neither does Bo. That's why I was wondering why it's dragging feet. I have to deal with them. It's awful. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. JCAT? Girls or women who call their significant other daddy. (laughs) That that makes me cringe every time. Um, When a random. Dude pulls up next to you at the pisser, and there's so many other stalls open. Etiquette, man. Yo, stop meat gazing. Um, uh, people who <laughs> people who are overzealous in support of uh, political figures. This could be the riding with Biden, feel the burn, um, MAGA. Anybody who supports a singular political figure to me is a idiot because that's not how this thing works. Um, that is fanaticism. I've said this many times. When the E-A- E-A-G-L-E-S Eagle Shant breaks out at a Phillies game. <laughs> hey, go birds. I thought he was going to say when the EA Sports logo comes up before a game. <laughs> like, no, I love that. That's it's in the game. Um, and so my last two are um, people who are intolerant of other people's culture and the damn Dutch. Nice. All right, mine, uh, secondhand smoke was going to be my fifth round pick. And it's not as bad. I feel like not as many people smoke cigarettes. Or obviously, you can't do it indoors, so it's not that bad anymore. Vaping, I don't mind because it smells like fruity and stuff. But I, I hate the smell of cigarette smoke. I hate it. Not having a price on something boils my blood. And I guess because I'm like kind of like a thrifty shopper like i'm not gonna buy a shirt for like 40 dollars if i don't need it like i don't need a shirt like i'm gonna wait for it to go like 20 bucks you know what i mean and and when i find it and it doesn't have a price on it it just makes me so mad birdo i thought when you talked about shaking hands earlier i know you hate it but i thought you were gonna say i hate when people try to shake your hand and they squeeze it like they're in a strongman competition why are you I, yeah i get it nice firm handshake no first of all i don't really want to touch your hand Second of all, relax. Just just shake it, not break it off. It's, the, the, the tight grip is unbelievable. I hate it. And then we boy. What? Shake it more than twice, you're playing with it. Yeah, it's terrible. Wearing sunglasses indoors when people do that drives me nuts. The generic ringtone, all lang sin, when people don't change it, like it's just the, the default chain. Come on. There's 70 ringtones to pick. Just change that one, please. I think of Jurassic Park 3 when it's like in the Spinosaurus, when it gets eaten. Can't stand it. And, oh, we talked about autocorrect. Speed bumps. Oh, my gosh. Speed bumps. Speed bumps are awful. 
Huge gaps in line. When people leave huge gaps in the line, I get, yeah, you can't go anywhere, but just move up. Just fill in the gap. When someone puts their feet on a dashboard when they're driving, when they, when the pass, in the passenger seat, like, I don't know why, but I get really, really mad thinking about it. I don't know if it's because, like, in Death Proof, when the dude gets in the accident and, like, the leg, like, splits in half and a leg goes out the window. I, I just think of, like, how dangerous that is if you were to be in an accident. Putting stuff together, building things, I hate it. I'm terrible at it. And my number one honorable mention are flies. Flies? The buzzing sound they make, the grossness of a fly, they're all, they're like known to be just around poop. And so they're always touching poop and then touch landing on things, usually food and whatnot. But think about a porta potty fly because they're always there. Just think about what they land on. And, and you know, when you're peeing and there's flies buzzing around, they sometimes like go through the stream. And then like, if they come near you, I get like real panicky. <laughs> I get so angry thinking about if this touches me, I'm going to freak out. I hate flies. Flies in the stream. I was peeing the other night in a clean porta potty. It wasn't even used yet for the day because the lid was down. It was early in the morning, and there were two flies in it. And I was just like, "Oh my gosh, it's gonna it's gonna go through my pee, and it's gonna land on me. <laughs> I'm gonna freak out." Here's me, go. You are like the buzzing of flies, and I'll die. Blanchine, honorable mentions. Let's do it. All right. So two other driving ones I let go were those constant tap brake tappers. Oh. As you're going down, oh. driving for no reason is ridiculous. And then the ones that slam on their brakes to stop at a yellow light. If you had to <laughs> slam on your brakes, that meant you could have gone right through. Yeah. No sense of urgency. Don't care where they're going. Have no exactly. time sense of time. Probably going to be late and they don't care. Essentially, I feel like I could drive from point A to point B if I was on my own without hitting a brake. So anytime a stupid car makes me touch my brakes, I usually get angry. It's just how it works. And then my one non-driving thing that I still had left that wasn't mentioned were those child leashes. <laughs> anytime I see a child on a leash, I don't know what looks more ridiculous. The child on a leash or a cat on the a leash. The owner. Oh, true. But unless you're like Octomom, you shouldn't be having your child on a leash. Sean, how do you feel about invisible dog leashes? <laughs> what, like the invisible There's novelty things. No, like you walk around with a it's leash like, and there's like uh, nothing on it. <laughs> that looks better than a child on a leash. It's true. In the sake of helping keeping this podcast moving, I'll stop there. What got one more? Hold on. And Catman. Uh, After the 100 you just heard, do you have any left? Rumble strips on the side of the road, <laughs> driving crazy, like going even, through a toll, either or. But like it, just it's awful. Like sometimes you you have to like go over a little bit and you hit it and it just it's awful. awful. <laughs> Rumble strips, blue cheese, awful. What? what? It's terrible. <laughs> so half the summer house is like menu awful because of blue cheeses and everything. Uh, wind in general. Just wind. It's just annoying. It's whenever oh, no man, like, oh. that. I understand we need it for weather and movements and patterns and things like that, but it's really annoying when it's like really windy out. People that park their car to gas pump and walk inside when like you're waiting oh! drives me crazy. Just total like lack of respect for other people. Like but, you're sitting in a car, they see you, 
when there's like open parking spots, like you can clearly just park up. Drives me crazy. Are they going inside to pay with cash? That's what I always wonder. Not, not always. I mean, I maybe, know. but like they come out with snacks. Like you know, those cash people have to pay before you pay pump, don't you? Yes, yeah, so they park and they walk inside. But no, he's right. It's insane. Like, um, don't park in a gas pump. And then just customer service is dead. Like I, just asking anyone in any store any information about what they're selling. You know, like store retail associates, customer service yeah. in general. That's all. I agree. Shoe sizes. Why do kids' shoe sizes go from like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and starts over at one? Like it's stupid. Shoe sizes and clothing sizes are not universal, and it drives me nuts. I can wear a shirt in one brand that's extra large, and if I wear extra large in another one, it's like three sizes too big. That's true. That's bad. Non-universal sizes is pretty good. All right. Well, that's wrapping up the pet peeves draft before we get out of here for our finale. We're extra packed episode. We got closest for the win. Got five questions for y'all. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Starting with Catman. Number one, experts say you can become addicted to being late. Despite the general public's agreement that tardiness can be, can read as rude or irresponsible, what percentage of participants survey claim to be never late for work? This is according to a Faces Magazine article in 2021. What percentage of people claim that they're never late for work? Starting with Catman. 88%. Shine. 62%. JCat. 75%. Bomar. So my original guess was 69%, so I'm going to stick with that. Birdo. I'm going to go with one just to get everything. The correct answer is 48%. So Birdo, you scored the point. 48% of people are never late for work. Number two, starting with Shine. People cracking their gum is a common pet peeve. Invented by Frank H. Fleer, what year was Double Bubble, the first bubble gum, invented? 1932. J-Cat. 1941. 41? Yeah. Bomar. 27. Bro. 1919. Catman. 1918. <laughs> the correct answer was 1928. Bomar was one off. That was cool. One off. Yeah, pretty good. I think my I think my mama's birthday. <laughs> nice. J Cat, starting with you. Number three. Another pet peeve is people not picking up after their pets, specifically dogs. Dogs defecate about 10 million tons every year. In contrast, how much do cats produce every year? According to catsource.com, how much poop do does do cats poop every year? Dogs, said, are, dogs are 10 million tons. 3.3 uh, million. Bomar? I want to say, does that domestic cats only, or is that like wild animal cats? <laughs> domestic, like, I would assume. I don't think they're measuring wild cats. <laughs> yeah. The Serengeti. What'd you say, Joe Cat? 3.3? 3.3 million. That's a million good question, though, bro. I'm going to go with 1.1. I'm going to go 1.1. 1.1 what? Million. Okay. I figured that. I was just making sure. All right, bro. I'm going to go. 2.0 million tons. 2 million zero million tons. Catman? 0.5. You are the Catman. What? 2.5. All right. And Shine? What's the highest? 3.3. 3. 3. 3. Do uh, 3.4 million. 
The correct answer, I, don't, I did not talk to Bomar earlier, but 1.2 million tons. So he, he was 0.1 million wow. below. Well, dogs are duking it up all over the place. Of the average. You're telling me a cat produces one-tenth the amount of doo-doo as dogs? Apparently. Yes. That's, that's why there might, there might be more dogs, too. Gases gases. <laughs> my, my, cat, my cat poops like once a day, and it's like like this big. <laughs> well, I have one cat that does, and the other one just drops enough for both of them. Number four, starting with Bomar. Dude Perfect. The internet trick shot group apparently have a mock music video for a song called Pet Peeves. How long is that music video? It's pretty funny. She'll watch it. I literally Bomar. watched it before the draft. Bomar. 3.8 minutes. 3. Point what? What's 3.8? I don't know. <laughs> Three minutes, how many seconds? I need, yeah, I need minutes and seconds. All right, all right. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do four minutes. All right. <laughs> Bro. Three minutes and 14 seconds. Gosh. Catman. 244. 244? Yeah. Shine. Three minutes, 15 seconds. Bruh. <laughs> J-Cat. 325. Correct answer is three minutes and 29 seconds. Oh. So J-Cat, closest for the win. I couldn't remember it. I listened to that last night. Like I was like doing research and I, I just couldn't remember. I knew Did you was, really? Yeah. I've great. never seen it before. I was actually going to mention it in the podcast because of Bobby. He loves to do perfect. I was like. Well, they talk about, they talk about the mustard juice and they talk about absidy in that video. Yeah. All right. Number five, starting with bro. I am definitely not the most patient person and I'm guilty of doing this. But another common pet peeve is when people press the elevator button that's already been pressed as if it does something. Since the number is considered extremely unlucky in a lot of countries, a lot of buildings opt to remove the 13th floor from their floor plans. Otis Elevators Company estimates that approximately what percentage of buildings with their elevators do not have a number 13 button? So how many Otis Elevators, which are most of them, don't have a 13th floor button? Starting with uh, uh, bro. 92%. Catman. 85. Shine. 72%. J-Cat. 95%. Bomar. 1%. The correct answer, and for the doubler point, was Catman. 85% buildings do not have the 13 floor buttons. So Catman, you got two points. That is closest for the win. But we're ending the season on a tie right now because Birdo and J-Cat were tied going into today. They both got one point. Here's the tiebreaker. How many points do you think you had this season in closest for the win? But between Bro and J-Cat, how many points do you think you had? Do I get to go first? Same time because you can't so you don't one up each other. Okay. So you can just say it at the same time. One, two, three. 12. 14. Jake said 12. Berta said 14. The correct answer, including tonight's points, <laughs> is 17 points. Ah. So Berto with the tiebreaker win. Closest for the win. I almost right. said 17. I thought that was too high. Got scared. 
Yeah, I I, I didn't want to go too high because I didn't think I did that well this year. So, Sign, you had 12, I know, coming into the night. All right, guys, before we wrap up, we're going to do a little sneak peek at our potential game for next season. It's called 50-50. I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm going to give you only two choices, which one's correct. I feel like the pressure of the two choices is going to make it tough. We're going to, I'm going to ask the question. Everyone's going to get a turn. So I'll just read the uh, order and you pick which one you think the correct answer is. All of these have to do with the 80s songs draft. So based on last episode. So number one, 50-50, starting with Catman. According to liveabout.com, these two songs were the top two essentials 80s songs. Which one was number one? Was it The Police, Every Breath You Take? Or Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Catman, what was the quintessential 80s song? Eye of the Tiger or Every Breath You Take? Every Breath You Take. Shine. Eye of a Tiger. J-Cat. Every Breath You Take. <coughs> Bomar. I want to <laughs> say Eye of the Tiger, but I'm going with Every Breath You Take. And Bro. Eye of the Tiger is so 80s. The correct answer is Every breath you take, every move you make. <laughs> Catman, J-Cat, and Bomar. Correct. Number two. According to a 2022 Variety article, which was the highest ranking soundtrack in the 80s out of these two? Now, these were not the top two, but which one was higher ranking? Dirty Dancing or Footloose? Footloose. Start, yeah, Shine, Footloose. J-Cat? Dirty dancing every day, all day. Bomar? Dirty dancing. Bro? Dirty dancing. Catman? Footloose. <laughs> the correct answer is, well, Dirty Dancing was ranked number nine, and Footloose was ranked number seven. Yes. Yeah. Footloose, Footloose was correct. Nobody puts Baby in the corner. There were some good soundtracks in the 80s. Number three. According to USA Today, which was the higher ranked song on the Top Gun soundtrack? Was it Take My Breath Away or Danger Zone? I will tell you that one was one and one was two. So which one was number one, basically? Starting with J-Cat, Take My Breath Away or Danger Zone? I don't care what the answer is, Danger Zone all day. <laughs> Omar? I agree, Danger Zone, baby. Mardo? Danger Zone. Catman? Take my breath away. <laughs> Shine. Danger zone. Didn't it? The correct answer was, according to USA Today, take my breath away. Yep. It was a bigger song than Danger Zone, apparently. All right, two more. You like this so far? It won, yeah. yeah, it won, yeah. It, won uh, it won an Oscar for best original song. Yeah. Right. Number four. According to chaosspin.com, what was the higher ranked rap song from the 80s? So it was like a list of 25 best rap songs. Which was higher ranked? Salt and Peppa's Push It or Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight? Starting push. with Bomar. Push it. Push it real good. Bro. <laughs> Sugar Hill Gang. Catman. Push it. Real good. Shine. Rapper's Delight. J-Cat. Push it, but it should be the other way around. All right. Push it was number four. And Rapper's Delight was number six. So Push It was the correct answer. Rapper's Delight, I only think of Rich. Number five. Since we all know bro loves love, 
Which was the best 80s love ballad, according to musicgrotto.com? These were the number one and number two, by the way, so it's a tough one. Was it I Want to Know What Love Is by Foreigner or Careless Whisper by George Michael? We all know the saxophone riff from Careless Whisper. I'll know what Foreigner, starting with Bro. Foreigner. Catman. Foreigner. Shine. Foreigner. J-Cat. Careless Whisper. Bo. Foreigner. All right. Number two was Careless Whisper. Number one was Foreigner. I want to know what love is. I was yeah. surprised by that. I, Careless I, Whisper is unbelievable. I think a Deadpool. But. I, had to, I had to buck the system. I, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. So easy. Just kind of get some. It'll be about the episode that we do. It wasn't about pet peeves, but we already had a game about that. So that was a preview of our potential game next season. Let's wrap up this episode and season closing thoughts. Uh, I would like to start by saying I love this episode. It's going to be a while to get through, take a while to get through. I uh, still having f- as much fun doing the podcast, wrapping up season three that I did start in season one. So please listen and suggest our podcast to someone you think would enjoy it. At least if you don't want to listen to it, send them the voting link and have them vote and help us get the votes up. We did have a lot of votes this last time, but hopefully they just keep rising. So Catman, closing thoughts on Pet Peeves Draft and season three. We've done 30 episodes. Uh, no, season three. I'm glad to see it leave. Because uh, <laughs> bringing up this year most of the season, I don't know why my teams are awesome. Um, so, but uh, yeah, we'll take a little break and then uh, we'll BRB in a couple weeks. Oh. <laughs> Shine! Oh, that thirty episodes already. I feel like continue to have fun doing this. Some some episodes are definitely easier for me than others. Uh, enjoyed. These pet peeves been making this collection over some time. Look forward to a fourth season. We all got got a lot of things off our chest this episode. Mm. Therapeutic, sure. Bomar, uh, new, new member, new member of the pod. Happy to be part of the podcast now. Um, I remember when I was the, like, I guess it was the first episode I was uh, guest on, and you guys were talking about pet peeves. And uh, this was by far the easiest one because, I mean, who doesn't have pet peeves? You know what I mean? I talked to everybody about it. It was just real easy. It was great to just talk to people about pet peeves all all the last two weeks. So, yeah, it was good. Nice. J-Cat? Solid. Echoing what most everybody said, it's hard to believe we're 30 episodes in, but it's been great. Um, It's a wonderful outlet for us uh, to bond. And to uh, and to have some fun and connect, uh, especially when we're you know hectic schedules and stuff like that. But uh, I look forward to season four. Like we've got a lot of good uh, topics we've thrown around. Uh, we can delve into some different things. So uh, let's keep this thing rolling, man. Life's a draft for life. Woo! I would say I will say this. This episode is going to determine the winner of season three. There's a couple at the top that are, you know, just a point or two away from each other. So the rankings for this final episode will determine this, the season three winner. And it's not, I mean, I, I'm up there, but I had that early run, the first three episodes winning, but I don't know. Consistency also is a good factor. So sometimes that three burger does you well. It, hel- it helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three burger without ketchup juice. 
Birdo. Also, <laughs> all right, regarding the episode, the pet peeve episode was wild. <laughs> as far as the season, I'll do it real quick. Superpowers, outdoor games, Star Wars, animals, produce, Disney characters, pop culture rides, sports greatest characters, uh, 80s music, and pet peeves. I feel like our topics are pretty funny, especially animals and fruit. Like it's, it's just kind of interesting that we can come up with random stuff. I will be honest. It was a little disheartening when you won three in a row. Eric won three in a row. And I'm like, man, we're, no, we can't catch up to that. However, a sixth place finish recently and his most, another fourth place, I think, fourth or fifth, may, may possible get someone to slide in the first. Don't want you winning back-to-back seasons, that's for sure. I enjoy it with you guys. It's so much fun just to have something that we get to do and spend time together. And I'll leave you with Philippians 4-9. 49ers! That's going to do it for another episode of Lights to Draft, where none of our picks will be considered Mr. Irrelevant. Please subscribe to the podcast, and thanks for listening. Hold on. Who's six and fifth? <laughs> who do you think who do you six? think Jason? <laughs> he was fifth what do you think who was six don't tell me it's not me it's me of course it's me <laughs> yeah yours was pretty bad i'll have my cat vote for me next time <laughs> <laughs>